Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Was it Colonel Mustard in the kitchen with the candlestick? Was it Maria in the bathroom with the syringe? Or has it been Noah, Mr. Perfect the whole time? We find out today as we know the grass is always greener on the other side unless that grass is green because it's Graham. Oh my gosh, it's a mind F all day today as we talk season one, episode 11 of Roswell, New Mexico. Champagne Supernova is in the sky. Let's discuss that after show here at AfterBuzz right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz In true fashion, we get so much storyline in one episode of Roswell, New Mexico right now. I have to say, man, I, I need a season two at this point because yeah. I need I need a season two just to explain how season one pro- progressed. That's I how need, it works. I need a season two to continue the hype because I'm still on the edge of my chair from the episode. I am. It was suspense filled. It was suspense filled. <laughs> I, I I had a great time. Me too. We had two suspect killers in one episode, and then to find out neither of them did it. Two. It was like fourteen. <laughs> at one point, I was like, "It's the dad." <laughs> I was just For like, real. "Maria, it, it, it's Liz's dad." <laughs> I need three seasons to just figure out tonight's episode. Tonight's episode was a magnificent one as we are talking all things tonight. Roswell, New Mexico, Champagne Supernova, episode 11, season one of this CW show that is doing uh, everything it's supposed to do as we progress into this episode of Suspense as we find out who the fourth alien is. We are going to be talking about Noah. Noah, as he parted those Red Seas, we're going to discuss Isabel's trust, Maria's setup, Liz saves the day, Michael and Max speak, not talk, Cam is my jam, Can't citizenship, is that on the horizon, who, you, our special game where we pick out a scene that relates directly to us, especially everyone at home, and of course, we're going to have some predictions, but have our predictions been right or wrong this whole time? You decide as we talk all things Roswell, New Mexico. And, of course, I am joined by an amazing panel all the way to the far left. It's a sermon-speaking son of a preacher man, (laughs) Mr. George Corey. Mr. George Corey is in the building himself. Hopefully we will catch a sermon tonight as we move on. Blessings to all. To an angel of angels in Zuri. Hi, Zuri. How are you? Hi, Teron. I'm Zuri Shillies. And, of course, we have the skeptics of skeptics in the building of all, (laughs) who's a critic of all critics. Jim is here. Champagne supernova. I'm drinking some water to that. It's the water that we're toasting to the sky. I will be your host. My name is Tehran. And as we begin this episode, I want to know everyone's overall thoughts. Jim? Confusing, but at least there's a payoff. Finally, we get a reveal that we've been kind of waiting to see who the fourth alien is. So satisfactory that we finally know who we can pin it onto. But the route they took there... I'm still trying to like figure things out. My my mind's fried because there's so many unnecessary steps they took to get there. I Zuri. think that they really sped this episode up. I saw like a lot of action like every second of the show. Also, there may be a fifth alien because why would Noah kill 14 people? 
That's an interesting point. Yeah. We'll get to that in the storyline and in predictions. George, how did you feel Today's about this show? episode? Was a roller coaster. I'm screaming, and I don't want to get off. <laughs> you don't want to get off. <laughs> Actually, this is uh, this episode. I, I will agree with George. Is that. Uh, I didn't want this episode to end. It was actually one of the, possibly the best episode. And each week, every episode gets better and better. I am going to go out on a limb and say that CW keeps giving more and more freedom to the writers. As I've seen, the writing has gotten much better. It's more, uh, it has a lot more bounce to it. There's a lot more depth to each character. I'm finding out new things and layers that in an enjoyable way, and even though I, uh, Jim felt like the steps were unnecessary, I enjoyed each and every one of the unnecessary steps. I found a suspense. Now, while I, uh, when we talk about predictions, I predicted that Noah was going to be the fourth alien uh, a couple episodes ago. Because Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He he did. Just, just because he could, just because he was so perfect, I was like, "This guy's got to be a psycho." So Ron, you called it all along. I thought it was Maine's. I thought it was Maria's mom, and and Noah was the last person that I suspected because they portrayed it, and you know, and it even threw me off the scent when he got shot in the episode in in uh, in the lab. Mm. That threw me off. I don't know. Did you know, Jim, that it was going to be Noah? Or were you totally unprepared no, for that I, reveal? I, that was pretty surprising to me. Although it makes sense now, looking back at it because he was perfect like every week we were talking about Noah like step up do something about it he would just always not only take the high road but he he would not show any he would not show his cards in a lot of ways and we we just always thought he was too perfect there's something got to be to him but that way too it kind of made you forget about him and didn't think that he would be the one because we we saw so many different things happen with different characters so you would think like oh maybe it's this or even the father tonight (laughs) you know like I thought it could have been the father at some point uh, but they they held this mystery kind of nicely covered up until tonight. I I felt like uh, Noah's the Kaiser Soze of the Roswell New Mexico yes. world. when they played the flashbacks and every because they did the same thing with Maria and threw the sin off. But yeah. when they did it with Noah, a lot of things came uh, and became clear and clarity, and it was like an epiphany, and it was like ah oh, the moment of awe, Zuri. Who who in this episode did you think was the most likely killer before the reveal? I was sold on Maria. It, mm-hmm. it looked good. It, it all looked good. Even when she stole the syringe, it was like, she definitely did it. It's over. She's going to go kill someone. But I honestly thought Noah would get written off after he found out that Isabel was an alien. So I was still wondering. I guess that should have gave me a clue. Like, why is this guy still here? His wife's an alien, and he's taking it really well. He's taking it a little too well, right? <laughs> yeah. wife, so I don't know if I would find out. George, what would you do if you were dating someone or married to someone and found out that they were an alien? I would ask him to take me to outer space. <laughs> that, that's what you mean. Yeah. I've always wanted to go. It would be a great time to go, and I'd rather go there in one of their little spaceships or UFOs than some NASA stuff that I wouldn't understand. There. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't be concerned at all? I would be totally, 
uh, engulfed in what's happening and impressed and enamored. Coincidentally, mm. you remind me a lot of Noah. Now that we're talking about it, let's <laughs> talk things about Noah. Let's discuss the Noah storyline. Yeah. The story of Noah un- un- unveiled itself. I would say it unfolded, but it didn't. It, it was it was released to us as information because we were not getting to that uh, conclusion on our own. I made it as a prediction three episodes ago, four episodes ago, as a prediction. However, as it was being laid out, I don't feel that that was the path we were going with. We had two other killers, uh, and Maria was the one who, who was being sold the most. When it comes to Noah, as the reveal itself, um, now what are your feelings about Noah as a character? I feel lied to, and I'm hurt. <laughs> I really thought You that were deceived, George. I was deceived. Noah represented... The, the redemption of the chaos of the town in Roswell. Mm. He was the only character who appeared to come without any malintent or harm or controversy. He wasn't involved in all these murderers at points during the season, although we love the aliens. Sometimes we turned against the aliens because we, we suspected that they may have been the murderers. And then the other characters were back and forth on which side they were on. Noah was a consistency and I feel broken. I feel like my base, my foundation, my pillar of the show was just stripped away from me and I crumbled. And I love the writers for that. This is this incredible writing. Yeah, it was great writing this episode. I felt like we got a lot out of this episode. What was your take on the Noah character after the fact? Zuri? I'm really excited because we were really stumped on who the next alien could be. What are the leads? Like They're kind of pulling things out of thin air here. So now Noah gives us a new gateway to who the alien is, how they got here, what's going on. Jim. He's got a purpose. He's got a purpose. Now, so he's not you the felt guy. like he was pointless before. He, well, he was just the husband, right? That was kind of lingering. He wasn't involved in anything. Like, she always shunned him in so many situations. So he was just always there, but not really with a purpose. Everyone on this show has a purpose. Defined character. They have something going on. He didn't really. He was just there kind of being, in a sense, deceived or lied to by his wife. And now... He's a main character. Well, before He's a we, main had, character. we had sympathy for Noah. We were always like yes. on the Noah train. He was being deceived. He was the one being lied to. That's not fair to him. He wasn't relevant enough to the point. We liked him because he portrayed whatever we saw of him. Was like, yeah, good guy, supportive. But there's so many characters on this show that you invest more in and care more about because there's more storylines involved in. And he just had one kind of arc with him. Now he is, like, the center of everything that's going on. Everyone's character revolves now around him, at least for the time being, because he's that mysterious part that we're waiting to figure out, and everyone's affected by him. I feel like we need a more of a Noah Isabel storyline. We haven't gotten really the like backstory to it. How they met, where they yeah, true. Obviously, they must have known each other a long time because Noah's involvement with Rosa mm-hmm. uh, was revealed to us tonight as well. Where Noah has been in love with Rosa. I like that you brought that up, Teron. And in many scenes throughout the season so far, when we do see Isabel and Noah, there are other people around most of the time. So it would be nice to see their dynamic just solo and what's happening behind the scenes. I, I just like to know what we need to know how they met. Because now it seems very calculated on Noah's part. What about his history with Rosa? We need to know the backstory there. How 100%. They, what kind of relationship they had? How involved were they? Was he the guy that she was kind of talking about a lot of ways? You and, know, 
And was there a fourth egg that mysteriously disappeared? Well, here's the thing about Noah's... Noah clearly has a level of immorality which we've seen portrayed. He is He's not against murder. He's not against deception. He's not against lying. He's not against manipulating people. And he has this power to control others. Why not control Rosa to just be with him? Why not just out, outrightly control Rosa? Isabel makes a good point where she says, I cannot make anyone do something they actually don't want to do. So, how does that work? I honestly have no idea, and I think it would be great to see an answer to that. Zuri, do you have an idea? You seem to have the answers. No, I don't have the answers, but I also I have the question that Maria pretty much knew everything about Rosa. Why didn't she know about Noah? Or like, was he a secret admirer? Hmm, good question. Or, and even then, like, so if if he were to get back at Isabel for liking Rosa, why did he end up with Isabel? Like, wouldn't you just? Well, there's so much to it. fill in. Yeah. Now. We have so many gaps about the Noah's character arc, right? Because mm-hmm. he goes back now. We, he goes back way further than we ever expected. Because they had to have known each other in high school because right. he's the direct point of uh, contact when it comes to Rose's murder. It's specifically the control of Noah. So mm-hmm. that at least we know they go back 10 years plus. Yeah, and did Definitely. he interact with Rose's dad? Why, right. why would that be a question? <laughs> That would be a question because, well, what happened to Valenti? Oh, well, you mean like Kyle's dad? Exactly. Uh, when he took care of Rosa and stuff? Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 well, yeah, what there's was, a deeper... What was involvement there? Mm-hmm. You think Noah could have taken yeah, out I'm his starting, dad? Yeah, I'm starting to think that. So now everything mm-hmm. is blamed on Noah. Now we're so. blaming Noah I think for I'm everything. I mean, we have to blame way. Noah for Wyatt. I mean, Wyatt, who is a uh, you know, racist sack of stupid... Clearly was under the control of of Noah, and Noah can forcefully make people do things that they don't want to do, as we saw at the end of the episode, as he was controlling Liz's body right before, of course, he lost his powers. Thankfully, Liz saves the day. Yeah, uh, on multiple occasions. So Noah, Noah's Noah's the one. Noah's the evil alien in this situation. I'm, I'm still in shock. Wow, you really look. Like it's a you lot are. for me to take in. It was a lot. It was a lot for a reveal. It was a great, excellent reveal. It was done masterfully. Let's set up how it was done. So let's look into the concept of throwing the throwing the scent off Noah and then Isabel going in to Noah's brain. Noah, of course, coming out and having to reveal the truth mm-hmm. regarding Rosa and coming out and being in control at the end. I mean, this is clearly... A sociopathic, psychopathic <laughs> alien. Was he resisting Isabel for a little bit when she was mind tapping? Was there a wall because he wasn't? He was he was avoiding the to answer her question directly. But in the end, although he's shown as powerful, it seems like he broke a little bit. So Isabel's mm-hmm. power almost got through to him. And then he kind of just owned his evil. Well, he makes he makes a mention of that when he specifically says, "In here, you're in control, but out there, yeah, I'm in control." Yeah, exactly. Great. So while great he pickup, wasn't Duran. he was he wasn't resisting Isabel. Isabel's just not as uh, honestly as conniving and manipulative as Noah is, even mm-hmm. with her powers, even wow. the concept. And we will get into Isabel next, a hundred percent, because that is a strong storyline of the uh, of the episode tonight. But Isabel makes mention where she cannot, she basically cannot make you do something you don't want to do. She just basically suggests 
or gives the the see, see the and I felt like you. she was just throwing it out there like kind of just sarcastically to people, but maybe she's telling the truth. <laughs> no, she probably is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, I feel like she's I always thought she was sarcastically rubbing <laughs> it in like people's faces, but mm-hmm. no, nah, I think she's being yeah, honest. Isabel's actually a very honest character while we find out that her her partner in Noah, and that's something mm-hmm. that we're going to have to have as a reveal too, is how did that relationship get to be? But a relationship I'd love to talk to you about right now is the relationship that each and every one of you has with us and vice versa. We want to thank each and every one of you at home uh, for watching our shows, being a part of the after show. And to be honest, you're very much a part of the after show panel. That's right. So thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. So make sure when you are watching our show, you've subscribed to the show, comment. We love to hear theories. You guys have a lot of great theories, always different comments, different uh, insights that we sometimes might even overlook makes us think twice about it. So definitely keep on continuing with the comments. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure to give us a five-star rating and comment on there too. We appreciate it. And we do respond to each and every comment or as much as possible. And you give us a lot of invaluable insight, especially when comparing Roswell, New Mexico to the original Roswell mm-hmm. show. We enjoy many of you as you comment. Thank you so much. Steph Sabra in the booth, if you have any shout-outs to give to comments, we always have Steph Sabra's support, so we appreciate her as well. Tell your friends, spread the word. Let them know we we here at After Buzz do a variety of after shows, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Share and subscribe. So, Steph, if you can later in the show give us some shout-outs from people who have commented... Uh, we have some. We we definitely have some repeat customers who love giving giving thoughts, and I read their. They're comments. good ones too. They're A lot of times, ones. like they get the nitty details that I overlook. At least we overlooked Isabel in mm-hmm. this episode. We overlooked Isabel in this episode, and let's talk a little bit about Isabel. Her trust with Noah. Her her refusal to believe that it's her husband, and all things Isabel throughout this episode of Champagne Supernova, Zuri. How would you feel if this was your husband who had betrayed you in such a manner? I would feel betrayed. I would feel, I don't know, but I feel like I would have sided with Max when he said that Noah's the killer just because that's her brother and they have this like super intellectual thing. He wouldn't want to lead her astray, so I feel like she should have listened to Max. Although this is her husband that she loves, he's... He hasn't proven himself to that point to be an alien. So you're choosing your brother over your husband every single time? Not every single time, but given their connection, like, they basically have telepathy. Like, so I would have taken Mm. that. And he doesn't want, like I said, he doesn't have a reason to not like Noah. But it's very hard to think that the person that you've spent the better part of at least five years together, Mm -hmm. and who knows how much longer with the courtship and all of that... A person who's a very trusted member of, uh, of the community, a lawyer, an outstanding citizen, someone who's been there for you, someone who you feel like you've put through so much, who's never, ever one time portrayed anything, even showed confusion over the nail polish every step of the way <laughs> through the send-off. It's very hard to believe that. I don't know. Have you ever been betrayed in this way, George? I sure have. Oh, wow, <laughs> so really? Like, Is it an alien, there's too? Op- there's some open wounds wow. happening, wow. you know? And when I was betrayed, it may have had to do with my girlfriend and twin brothers, but that's beyond the point. Wow. The point is... More dramatic than Isabella. I, I, I did see Isabel 
I thought I, I interpreted it a little differently. She was met. She met Max with resistance, but eventually she did go ahead and do the mind read. Mm-hmm. So I kind of that's true. Saw she it did actually she go ahead ult- and do the. She said she he ultimately made picked Max today. And what was interesting is it reminded me of the scene with um, we had Liz and we had um, Cameron, and she was saying, "Whoa, you're picking Max over your sister." And it was almost like, wow, I'm the one in love with Max, and all this time I've been picking my sister over Max. Wow, you're a real one for doing this. And then we see Isabel now in the same situation. Again, the writer's parallelism is always mm-hmm. always great on the show. Well, it hasn't always been great. That's mm-hmm. actually a thing I'm going to disagree with. It hasn't always been great. It's just been way more useful and amazing as the show, as the show progresses in the later episodes. In the beginning, we were very confused and frustrated with the way... The writers would force feed we? us things. We? Well, most of us, on this uh, panel, I still am. Yeah, but <laughs> that's the concept. I, I, it's gotten look, better. Let's let's it, be very frank. It's it's it, been, it has it has gotten yeah, significantly better. It has gotten better. But period. But I believe if you look at this show and you look at it as a season and not just individual shows, reflecting on this season, I do enjoy the fact now that the whole Rosa thing was dragged out. Because the more that it was dragged out, the less I suspected Noah. True. The more there was attention on other people. It built to this moment. And I was slapped in the face today. And boy, I liked it. But now what? <laughs> you seem like you'd be the type, George. <laughs> now what, though? We get the payoff, in a sense, that we've been waiting for. Well, now they need to keep it going, in a lot of ways. And when you talk about Isabel, I think it gave her character a perspective. Because she's been doing things to know in a sense and being, you know, not telling the truth and in some ways lying to him and all this. And now he does it ten times worse to her. So now maybe she understands in a, in a way what she's done to him. But now also saying like, hey, I did things to him, but what he did to me is so much more vindictive and worse. And and. Just you talk about secrets, hiding secrets. Man, he yeah, held a secret you know from what? her. I don't want you know? Jim. I don't want to be turning evil now. I don't want to be defending Noah. But imagine now what I'm realizing is all along, Noah probably knew she was lying to. Him. She was lying. Yep. So so let's say like Terrell mentioned five years or even longer, he had to sit silently through that. Mm-hmm. Like you're lying so he, to me. He he had someone it who was up. The Zuri, you look like up. you're about to please <laughs> shed some light. No, I'm just I just can't believe it. Even with the nail polish bottles, like you mentioned, um, when he saw them in the egg, like I'm just really trying to go back now to all the dramatic moments that we've seen of Noah. Though there've been very few, like I'm trying mm-hmm. to go back to see were there any signs where he didn't like look at the egg and be like, oh my god, that's where I came from too. You know, there, the nail polish bottles, there was just no sign. Yeah. Poker really face. No poker sign. face. And, and you know what? To be able to play that role of poker face, Noah's acting, the range he's shown, the genuine concern earlier in the episode, so now being evil and conniving. Mm-hmm. Yo, he's in his bag with the For acting. years, George, it's not only just a recent <laughs> thing. He knew all along all these things and he was just acting as if he's clueless or not even touching. He didn't even literally do anything to unravel it, right? He didn't at even all. he didn't even poke the bear in a sense at all. He just let it happen on its own. The patience that he had Gosh. with his plan, man. That's some deep so stuff. So are we respecting Noah's conniving <laughs> manipulation? Look, I'm not or? respecting what he did, but if it was the streets, I'd respect his gangster. Like, Noah is the gangster of all aliens. He's the gangster. Yeah, but he, I now, we, Isabel now we want to know more about, more about Noah. When it comes to Isabel, let's discuss an Isabel-ism. 
Mm-hmm. When she specifically, her and Liz had a confrontation, and it wasn't a confrontation, it was more of a solicitation, but whatever, uh, where Liz makes an observation and she kind of tries to blame Isabel, and Isabel throws it right back on Liz and says, I can't make you do something that you couldn't do. You want to run away. And whatever it is, at least you should know this. Really? I don't care if you want Max to know, but at least you should know this about yourself. How did you feel about that? I felt, you know, the episode started out with this teamwork spirit. People, unlikely characters, all sitting together, working together. Yeah. I thought that that was her own way of extending the olive branch to what was foreseen as her enemy for many episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, the Liz and Isabel thing. And I felt, by her saying that, she was almost welcoming, welcoming, welcoming her into the alien family and saying, you know what, all along you thought this, but really that's what you wanted to do. And I thought, again, I thought it was sarcasm, but when I saw what happened later in the episode, I was like, wow, that was a real moment. That was sincere. I think it's just another way of us finding out who Liz really is through other characters, like, reading her. Like, how Max continues to, like, break her down. Not, you know, not actually break her down. But, but just like, break down her character. Yeah. This is, this is, because sometimes we need that in our lives. Yeah, and Liz isn't going to give it to us as she's shown, like, episodes one through, like, four. She wasn't going to tell us who she was. So, I don't think that Isabel did it out of kindness. I didn't think she did it out of, like, girl, you need to get a grip. This is who you really are. Wow, that's so real. Mm-hmm. Let's talk some things about Liz before we break her down as, as wow, Liz, you need to get it together. <laughs> she got it together a lot as she saved the day mm-hmm. on multiple occasions. She first, she was the one who broke Michael and Max out. She figured out where they were and broke them out. Uh, second, of course, she's the one who, who planted the syringe when it came to Maria. She planted the fake syringe and set up Maria just to get that, that reveal. Thirdly, she was the one who had the real syringe and injected Noah so he would lose his power because he's extremely powerful. And lastly... That dress was everything. So <laughs> let's sure get was. into. Let's get in. Let, let's find out. Whew, okay, Liz, I see you. So, uh, how are your your thoughts on Liz in this episode, Jim? You've been an on and off fan. Yeah, I mean, I was a fan of the, of the wardrobe. Uh, here's the thing about Liz: Does she have psychic powers? Because she's so ahead of the game in so many ways, it makes you think it's almost impossible. The way she. Not only, I mean, she's figuring out on the fly all these things. And, like, how would she know that, hey, I need to switch the syringes? Is she either this skeptical? That's the thing we got to ask. Is she that skeptical of everything that she pre-plans two scenarios for everything? Or is she some kind of psychic that she just knows in advance when to jump or on things before? there's a third option. She's actually a very smart, intelligent woman. And here's she the is. third I mean, option that comes to play. Is we, it's not just being a scientist. She's a clever clever girl and we've she seen that out constantly yeah. through her investigation with Rosa they set that characteristic up uh, she was able to figure out to deduce that they were aliens I mean she has a, she figured out the handprint she figured out the stuff about the autopsy I mean Liz has shown a propensity to be clever and a couple steps ahead in almost every single situation except when it comes to herself Zuri I Back to Liz, this episode, she doesn't hesitate. She doesn't second guess herself. Like, oh my gosh, I need to set. I need to test the champagne. I need to look <laughs> at Noah's blood. Like, she doesn't think twice, and I think that she saves them by not thinking twice often. But you know, something Liz didn't do was communicate. She didn't say, "Hey, I think they're in this bunker. I'm not gonna go by myself because there's a killer on the loose who yeah, can true. control people. Exactly. So maybe I should tell a couple people and let them in on the secret." Now. 
And here's another thing that I want to mention before we go on, is how well every woman in the show runs in heels. Can we talk about that? Oh, that's, that's a good one. one. That yeah. was so strong. We saw Cam running heels. We saw Liz running heels. We saw yeah. Isabel running good heels. Like, they definitely ran in heels like, yo, uh, we rocking stilettos, though. So yeah. let's get that. Uh, George, what were your Liz thoughts? This is hard for me to talk about because I've defended Liz. And it's so interesting that now all of a sudden y'all are on the Liz wagon. I've been the strongest advocate of Limax this whole, whole season. I didn't like Liz this episode. The first episode, I didn't like her. First of all, when she took a jab at Max's dancing, and I told y'all earlier this season, I think she kind of left him because he couldn't dance well, and she brought it up. Have you learned how to waltz yet? Like, first of all, and then later in the episode, I just felt like she was a little all over the place. Like well, one, she's always like that's that's what I mean. It's like almost she's like Superman, and so yeah. like she, as I said, I get she's smart and she she's established mm-hmm. from the start that she's clever. She figures things out, but to the point where she's almost outrunning the writer's you know purpose in a lot of sense. So it's like she's already at the house, she's already mm-hmm. you know at the lab and checking. His, yeah, and but she's, she's using the scientific method for everything, and that's uh, who she is. She I, uses she, the scientific method, I but get she's this. not a. Like she's a scientist, she is. No, she is a scientist, but the thing is, how quick she gets to it. It's like, it's literally the the, the even the way the scenes are shot. It's like, wh- where's this? Oh, she's in the lab already doing this. Next thing, oh, she already switched it over. We don't even see signs of. Maybe it's the writing part Roswell, too. Well, Roswell's a small town. Let's remember, <laughs> sure Roswell's is. a town. You get around pretty quick. Yeah. I, I was also. She does get around and get the things. From, we have to have a, some bit of suspension of disbelief. She, she could run around. She figures everything. Out. She's also not trying to protect her sibling, so she may not have that emotional tie. So while you three are mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, how to save each other, someone else is already thinking like, well, what exactly is going on here, and how do we figure? Well, this we out? always knew she was in for herself in a lot of ways, more so than everyone else. Like she's in for Rosa and figuring that out. It's like she has a lot of, in a sense. It, it, there's not one thing that she's focused on like some of the other characters She's detached. Are. Yeah, she's detached. A little bit. A she's, yeah. she's more yeah. logical than the and than Max, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's yeah. Like she, she has logical approaches and the scientific method. I'll agree with Tehran there just as I agree with the dress. You know, wardrobe killed it on that. It was just a perfect match. That's the one thing I really liked was her dress on her this episode, the way she wore it. And I saw about the lipstick. I mean, that was noticeable too. <laughs> that was a thing. That, that was, was a point, and that's part of her and character to have a wall. Right. And everyone brought I, that up. I thought she she was in her essence as an actor on screen today for sure. But I felt she was all over the place, specifically emotionally. Mm-hmm. And the part where again, strongest advocate of Limex. But when she's talking to him, if I run away again, I want you to chase. Give this guy some sort of a final commitment at this point. Y'all been through everything together. Like, he's resurrected you from life, okay? Like, from death, sorry. He's literally brought you alive again. He's, like, went against his own alien family. People have died. Y'all are fighting together. Please just be like, yo, like... I want you to wipe me off, wipe wipe me up, or I want you to be my husband. Sure, but she owes him nothing. Let's remember that. But here's no obligations in that. There is no (laughs) Max has done everything on his own accord, so he's doing it all on his own because this is what he wants. So ultimate goal, 
Liz owns nothing except to Liz. And what? I want that to be a thing in any relationship, whether it goes female to male, male or female. It, it's all about. But what she's you saying how much she loves him. Yeah, did so she say she's Jim, crazy about him? Did you buy that, George? But she does. That? She tell him that's the communication that we're going to get into. Yeah. Let's communicate what our thoughts were on Maria and Maria's setup. Did you guys buy Maria as a killer? No. It was it was stupid. That's that's a dumb part of a show. They used her as a pawn in, in a lot of ways to set up the storyline, and I thought it was pointless because what have we seen from Maria to immediately like flip of a switch right away? She's like, oh, she's the one. Like it was within like five minutes of showtime uh, uh, runtime. Like she becomes this like villain and suddenly like there's no setup with Maria well, to even dictate that. It was just so cheaply done. I thought, and she was used as a pawn. Her character was used as a pawn. To further a story, and then something like, "Oh no, she's good." You know, no, we we checked out. She's all good. She was manipulated. It was just dumb. I didn't Jim, like that part. Jim, thanks for inadvertently um, insulting me because I <laughs> bit the bait. Me I too. a thousand percent. And Zuri's here on my side. Yeah. I a thousand percent was convinced it was Maria at one wow. point. All along, I thought Alien Number Four was Maine's or Maria's mom, right? Mm-hmm. So you I said was, Maria's mom. That's so, that was the one. So I was thinking. Oh, snap. If I thought her mom was an alien, what makes me think she don't have the powers? She's a fourth alien. All the and psychic she's a ability. Psychic, exactly. And she's I was shown. convinced, Jim, and I thought it was actually good writing there. If there was someone to really make me think the other way, it would have been Maria. And when they showed those scenes, I want to know, everyone at home, what did you think? Did you buy Maria as the killer? Even if it was for a second of a second, I want to let you, I want to, I want to know, let's take a poll. Did you think Maria could have been the killer? Because I thought that that setup was done very well, Zuri. And when she put that bomb in Michael's jacket that made his like little house explode, <laughs> uh, that that was something. And then yes. just Powder, yeah. just the it's always a best friend who kills another best friend just out of always envy of something. Friend. Yeah, so I bought it. Sorry, Jim. Uh, Maybe you're ahead of me. I, I liked. No, it. I, I thought it was good. great. I thought it was great. But that's the whole point of the after show is have differing opinions. Mm-hmm. I want to know everyone's opinion on the concept of Michael and Max actually having this open talk where it's even discerned. They 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 talk, not speak, and, and they kind of have this bonding moment when they're they're locked into. The, the shelter, Michael's Michael's shelter with all this alien laboratory stuff. What, what were your thoughts on that? What were the highlights that you felt stood out in your mind? Michael got some long overdue appreciation. <laughs> and I'm so glad it happened. The brotherly bond that was shown there that never truly existed. And Teron, as you mentioned, the talking and speaking line that came up. And the fact that they reached a point where they could share these details. And more importantly, Max could talk about the burden of guilt the burden of guilt that we didn't know if he really had because again it wasn't communicated we knew that he cared about him we knew we wanted to protect him but hearing him say he felt that guilt was a beautiful moment and to the audience to the audiences people who have siblings or close friends i'm sure that resonated with many people watching and it was a very emotional moment and real moment in the show. Zuri, how did you feel watching that brotherly bond? I think it was good. I think uh, speaking with resonating with being just in life in general, I think a lot of times the older sibling has to take the reins and then they kind of get like, well, you told me to. It's like I'm doing the best that I can. And while you think my job is easy, it's really not. And we're both struggling. So I think that that was like across the board. I think a lot of families could resonate to that. Max is so out of touch. <laughs> you really, I mean, you wouldn't have the intuition to know that your brother, the guy that you spend the most time with, aside from Isabel, 
is bisexual or not. Like, he was so, like, caught by surprise and in shock. Like, well, I thought you were gay. Like, for me, for all these years that they spent together, he would at least have an intuition. Maybe they didn't have that conversation or talk to know enough. Well, it just I seemed like a guy that's... against brothers. I think that that's something that the show did a very great job of explaining. I'm bisexual, and it's that simple because a lot of straight males don't understand the concept of gayness, let alone bisexuality, True. in which we examine uh, sexuality, especially in a straight male binary system in which it only has to do with women. So if someone's not straight, we immediately assume they're gay. And that's all there is. So to a lot of straight males, bisexuality is basically confusion or horniness. It's not a a form of sexuality itself. Just the two wrong characters were doing it. It should have been Michael and someone else, not Michael and Max, because they're too close to each other for them to have this kind of oblivious thing. I don't mind that conversation at all. I just thought the characters were the wrong ones in this situation. But having this are conversation. they close? I thought that was they are close I on mean, paper, but in their still, communication, it's, it's intuition. And well, just we did find out that Michael has possible resentment. We've seen it before mm-hmm. in his passive aggressive statements. He's possible resentment regarding him not being adopted while Isabella and Max were by the same parents. And, and we know for a fact that Michael, through his story, has had a hard time with the people who have fostered him. So his foster parents were an extreme on every single, whether it's abusive physically or abusive mentally. And we also got to the heart of his abuse at the hands of Mains when he was caught yeah. uh, with Alex. Yeah. So we got a lot of it. And when he said he didn't ask for a healing because he wanted to be reminded that there's not this goodness in humanity. Yeah. It was insightful in a way because we've seen, the town has seen that the aliens as the bad people. But hearing an alien speak from that perspective, it was an enlightened platform he was speaking from. And I saw a lot, I saw Michael's goodness beam out of him. It was a lot. It was a lot to take. It was a lot of interaction. We got a lot of depth of character. I feel like this uh, plugged along the storyline. Let's go through some quick things that happened. Let's talk about how Cam is now my jam for having the date rape uh, nail polish on. That's a thing, and I love how they brought that up on the show. They brought that up, and she tested it, and of course, the Maria's drink was spiked. That's how we Mm -hmm. exonerated Maria. But that uh, date, date rape nail polish... That, so that scene just confused me a little because if you're an alien with this power, why, why, don't, yeah, why don't you someone? use your mind? Why, why are you spiking people, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, use your mind or something. That's actually I mean, <laughs> that's a good point, George. There's something about blackouts that came up where I think they have to be a little more... Uh, because if you remember, oh, yes. Isabel yeah. had a hard time getting into Maria's mind because there's some type of force that she has, which is a natural human force, uh, with her in touch and her her psychic powers. So even Isabel had a hard time. Maybe Noah had a hard time as well and had to drug Maria and plant it. Missouri, how did you feel about that date rape nail polish? And were you even aware that such a thing existed? No, I kind of just don't leave my drink anywhere and I hope for the best. (laughs) But I think that's a great idea. And I hopefully that brings awareness to there actually being a date rape nail polish in their sales spike. Yeah, I mean, I knew about the nail polish. and It was great that they gave it such a platform. Uh, And it's unfortunate that that in this day and age that women even still have to go through something of that that they ever had to go through in in the first place. It's a constant reminder that when I, for example, leave the club, I just get to go to my car and go home. If if a young lady leaves the the club, they have to worry about getting attacked, raped, uh, 
kidnapped before they even get to their car. And that's just a constant reminder. And I'm so glad this is something that the show brought to light. It, it does such a good thing about social awareness. Another thing they brought social awareness to is citizenship. Again, as we know, Roswell is in New Mexico. It's named New Mexico because it was a part of Mexico. So we have a, 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 we have a lot of immigrants and immigrants with with gray area status and dreamers in in that area and it's obviously a, a hot topic issue yeah you know so, we gotta we gotta give hats off Toronto. i'm glad you brought this up i didn't realize it till i heard you say it i have two friends who were victims to getting their drinks roofied wow i have a friend who's a daca citizen i also have a brother this this show alone this episode alone what hit, about your brother? Hit so many aspects of my life. Because of the relationship? With- yeah, and, and it's not even a rocky relationship, but just seeing that, that bond of brothers, it, it hit many spots with me. And I was like, wow, this, this show just has an outreach beyond just, you know, entertainment. It Jim, has purpose. Where where do you stand on how they brought these, these uh topics to light. I thought they covered a lot today. I mean, I, I didn't know about the nail polish thing. That was a really clever way of introducing it, and, and I thought informative to a lot of people out there. And yeah, they touch on a lot what of... What about the citizenship? That, that was another one. That was with... Too bad it's Liz Noah. <laughs> you know, too yeah. bad it's with Noah. Yeah, but I, I felt they really fittingly put these issues in the episode and didn't deter from anything it fit in perfectly. That was the good part yeah, of the show, I felt. Feel forced, it wasn't right? the forced or weird thing they did with um, yeah, with Maria, I call her Heather, that's the actor that plays her, but I, I thought they did a good job of kind of showing us and telling us and educating us in a lot of ways. Citizenship is a concern. Zuri, did you also like it, find it informative, how they bring these topics to light? I found it informative and it was really seamless. I agree with mm-hmm. Jim. Um, it was just easy. It almost, I mean, you know, because you're like, oh yeah, citizenship, 2019, but you know, it's like, almost could have gone over your head if you weren't paying attention. Yeah, the show's been progressive. It has it. been from the first exactly. episode. Exactly, it is. And it's a great thing to bring to light. What did you guys think about the concept that Graham Greene is almost the exact same character and portrayed by the same actor as the prior prior Green Grant Green. I'm a little lost no on that one. Yeah, <laughs> no, no comment, no opinion. A here. twin brother. It's just, it's yeah. fun. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we needed that character. I felt like that character was a fan favorite. People like that character. Let's see if the 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 second Green is as uh, extra extroverted about aliens and alien mm-hmm. sightings as the. I do miss the brother. quirkiness. So and and hopefully we get that back. I felt like we had it, a tad bit of it. It was a nice episode. comedic relief. It was and, and and it was it was fun. So we hope to see a lot more green. We hope to see a lot more Roswell, New Mexico. We're hoping for a season two. Let's get into our game. Who you? The scene that relates to you or spoke to you the most in this episode, Zuri. Please. I think I was Michael more so like having people force pull information out and then come back and have to save the day to watch someone who's not feeling well. <laughs> I'm like, that was really vague, but it's like it happens. That happens. It happens. Like, oh, I want so much more of you, but wait, can you do this? You're like, oh, I'm already exhausted. You gotta do one more. Yeah. Jim. Besides confusion, I actually like the, the father-daughter dance. I like, it kind of took me back to an old place of, you know, school dances and having these kind of 
you know, close, intimate family or friend moments, you know, where we kind of don't do these things anymore. It was an old school throwback to give you memories, even like middle school dances and high school stuff. And it reminds you that UFO tourism is the big market of Roswell, <laughs> yeah. New Mexico, yeah. including this diner that's uh, the father's American dream and not Liz's. George. Well, um, Liz's lipstick. It was 4 a.m. I went to CBS. My lips are dry. And I bought, experimented with a new chapstick. Wore it to school the next day, oh, not knowing that it was a tinted, tinted chapstick, and it was red. And I basically put lipstick on myself, and I got made fun of that. Legend. Oh, Legend. I, I, I'm so sorry for making fun of you. <laughs> and to run was one of the main people. I, I wasn't. What do you have to say person. about that? I have nothing what to a say. Story, it wasn't the fact that you were wearing lipstick. It was the fact that you didn't know you were wearing lipstick. <laughs> I, I would have to say that my who you seen of this has to be Liz being a couple steps ahead and realizing things and figuring things out faster than other ep- other people on the show and possibly not relaying or communicating that information because I'm guilty of that sometimes myself where I-, I figure something out I'd just rather just do it myself than just try to Catch yeah, I remember when we were stranded at the airport. So and you got to find out predictions. Steph Sabrak, can we talk about predictions? And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Let's get one line predictions and what you think is going to happen next. Obviously, we know that Noah is going to cover some bases in the rest of the alien story. But what do you think we're going to find out, George? Someone has to die at this point, and I think it's going to be one of the main characters. Interesting, mm. Zuri. There are more than than four aliens. That's a good one, too, Jim. My boy comes back and ends the show on a cliffhanger. I hope that happens. We didn't get any Kyle this episode. There's a reason for this. And I'm going to say that Noah fills in some gaps, but not all the gaps that we need. He knows way more information than he lets on, and he's the guy that keeps it secret. Steph Sabra, before we go, can you plug some of the... Frequent yes, viewers, listeners, and comments. Yes, please. Um, shout out first to people in the chat. Ivan Soto, Molly R, Lita Fan for Life, Billy Jean Girl, ZB, Lunatic Nation, ED, Orlando Williams, DC Fan 6767. And some of the main comments that I saw, Ivan Soto. So maybe Noah was an adult when he even first saw Rosa. It's possible. Mm. Be a good one. ZB in the chat. I thought it could have been Tess, but I also suspected Noah. He was just too perfect when he found out Isabel in the pool in the pod Noah didn't react not one bit he not was one bit mm-hmm. I, you know but I never thought it was Tess because Tess from the old show was always a positive character and it's someone that I'm looking forward to finding out more about hopefully we get a season 2 and we get a Tess ED I was just shocked how detached Michael and Max were from each other because <laughs> I thought they would be closer but now I get why how little they actually talk to each other because of resentment and it happens oh. a lot of times in brothers brothers are brothers are brothers so if you have a brother out there just keep them close because blood is thicker than water talk to them thank you guys so much for always commenting and being in the <laughs> chat we love to hear from each and every one of you we especially like your comments so please take the time and comment below share and subscribe and give us that five star rating that i feel that we definitely deserve people where can people find you if you want to be found mr george Corey? at mr george Corey, i got these sunday services like kanye <laughs> check us out teron spell the last name that's k-h-o-u-r-i and of course we have the angel known as zuri who might be the fourth alien of the fourth <laughs> alien 
I'm Zuri Shalice. You can find me at Z-U-R-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-C-E on off platforms. And definitely make sure to like and comment on her pictures as we go <laughs> down to the Jim Alexander. The Jim Alexander on social media, realtalker.com. That's R-E-E-L. And he's on a variety of uh, after shows here at AfterBuzz. So yeah, make sure to check him out. If you want to see more Jim, you know where to find him. And of course, I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran all across the board. That's I A M T E H R A N. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know what? Yelp me if you must. I'm at the Laugh Factory every Monday and Thursday at 10 p.m. And a variety of after shows on AfterBuzz. Make sure to catch me on the Sabrina After Show because that's going to be up next. Guys, it's always a pleasure. Till next week, same Roswell, New Mexico time, same Roswell, New Mexico channel. We will talk more after show here at After Buzz. See you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.